It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. The conversation to fund infrastructure in the United States of America continues to go on and on and on. And a compromise is a compromise is a compromise. A deal is a deal is a deal. Or is it? Think you know the news of the day? Think again. Time to think again when it comes to the infrastructure deal. Do they have a deal? Not so fast, my friends. I don't think there is a deal. Uh, We saw over the weekend, first, President Joe Biden uh, talked through where they were. And there's two distinct bills that are on parallel tracks at the moment. Uh, They seem to be linked at the moment. So you have the bipartisan deal, which when added to additional spending is about $1.2 trillion. That's one deal. Uh, Then you have this second massive bill that will be done by reconciliation, which means it does not require any, not a single Republican vote. And it's $6 trillion. So those are the two parallel things. The whole idea of the bipartisan bill was to get it more focused on traditional infrastructure, less costly and paid for so as to not add to the national debt. That was the reason for negotiation. That was the reason for compromise. That was the reason to come out and celebrate getting a deal. The question, and what we have to think again about today, is did the Democrats just do what the greatest negotiators are able to do? And that is to say, you know what, this is really hard for me, but because I'm committed to bipartisan efforts and compromise, I am willing to give you the sleeves off of my vest. Now, if you're driving in the car, you may have to stop and think about that for a minute. I'm giving you the sleeves off of my vest. And I believe that's what has taken place, at least from a portion of the Democratic Party in Washington, D.C., that they have negotiated and allow these negotiations to go on uh, all the way to the White House in the Oval Office. And in the end, what they're really saying is, well, anything we didn't get or anything we didn't like in the bipartisan bill, we're just going to toss that into what will be done by reconciliation. In other words, did the Democrats, particularly Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, just give Republicans the sleeves off of their vest. So let's go through this just a little bit to to break it down. What happened over the weekend, uh, I think, is is really critical. Uh, We'll start uh, last week following this great bipartisan compromise uh, 
Uh, here's what the president had to say. We have a deal. I clearly didn't get all I wanted. They gave more than I think maybe they were inclined to give in the first place. But this reminds me of the days we used to get an awful lot done up in the United States Congress. So he is used to that kind of uh, debate and compromise when he was in the United States Senate. But then late last week, the president threatened not to sign the bipartisan deal without the reconciliation bill. Again, this big, massive bill that only the Democrats will pass. I expect that in the, the coming months this summer, before the, count, the, the fiscal year is over, that we will have voted on this bill as well, the infrastructure bill, as well as voted on the budget uh, uh, resolution. And that's when they'll, but if only one comes to me, I'm not, if this is the only thing that comes to me, I'm not signing. It's in tandem. So the president had to walk that back to say, he said, hey, unless we get both of these, the bipartisan bill and the reconciliation bill, he wouldn't sign them. Uh, He had to walk that back over the weekend, uh, which became a point of contention. Senate Minority Leader Mitch McConnell called on the president to say, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have to deal with these bills separately. I appreciate the president saying that he's willing to deal with infrastructure separately, but he doesn't control um, the Congress and the speaker and the majority leader of the Senate will determine the order. What I did this morning is to call on the president to ask the majority leader and the speaker to, to deal with these issues separately. None of the Republicans during the negotiations and the Democrats that were in that group talked about it being linked to anything else. So again, are these things supposed to be linked? If they're linked, what did you negotiate on? If they are linked, if they're both going to get passed together or not at all, what do we really have? So, again, President Biden uh, tried to send a message, I think pretty clear message on Thursday in a speech as he said, hey, my party's divided, but reasonable and we'll get this done. Nancy Pelosi talked about the bipartisan bill and the reconciliation bill, and she said not so fast. There ain't going to be no bipartisan bill unless we are going to have the reconciliation bill. So she says there's not going to be a bill. Elizabeth Warren uh, went on and echoed Nancy Pelosi saying, can't do it, can't vote for the bipartisan deal unless we have the big reconciliation bill. I can't vote for some small subset that, you know, the infrastructure train leaves the station and child care gets left on the platform. Green energy gets left on the platform. Billionaires don't have to pay gets left on the platform. It's that all of the pieces have to move because ultimately it's one deal. So she says ultimately it's one deal. So what she's really saying is, yes, you can have the sleeves off of my vest. <laughs> They're yours. Big sacrifice for me, but I am going to give you the sleeves off my vest today, uh, and then we're just going to jam through everything that we want to get in the deal, and uh, we'll do that along party lines uh, without any need for negotiation or compromise. Uh, Now, interestingly, of course, the players that are going to play the biggest part in this are Joe Manchin, uh, from Senator from West Virginia, along with Senator Sinema from Arizona to the south of us. Uh, Senator Joe Manchin on Sunday uh, said, hey, we got to look at... What can we actually pay for? 
I want to make sure we pay for it. I do not want to add more debt on. So if that's one trillion or one and a half or two trillion, whatever that comes out to be over a 10 year period, that's what I would be voting for. So, again, Joe Manchin and, and uh, Senator Sinema are going to be the key votes in this either way. Now, we've also heard today, uh, not only from Elizabeth Warren, but also Bernie Sanders, uh, who said he would not vote. He would not vote for the compromise bipartisan bill unless it was linked to the reconciliation bill. So, again, I, I think uh, the longer this plays out, the harder it is going to be for the uh, compromise bill to actually get across the finish line. Uh, and to me, that's the that's the big challenge in all of this. Have we just gone through three weeks of negotiations for sleeves off of the vest and in the end end up right where we started with just one big massive bill that will be done through reconciliation, all Democratic votes? Uh, that's what we got to think through. I think, again, I think there was a moment where we could see compromise could happen and it could be done it could work i think the challenge for the president is not the republicans i think it's his party the challenge for the republicans is can they negotiate anything uh, to get more than the sleeves off of the democrats vests think again with lloyd matheson on ksl news radio a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon but violence is only the beginning of this story sometimes i thought There are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.